Today, $70 billion of Christians' money is invested in funds that support abortions and anti-family lifestyles. We want to change that. This is FBI, faith-based investing with Anthony Wright. God's not dead, he's surely alive. Hello and welcome to today's special edition of Faith-Based Investing. I'm Tom Levine with my good friend, Anthony Wright. Anthony, how you be? Doing doing wonderful, Tom. Being wonderful, wonderful. I look forward to this every week with you. And, you know, I just have such a glorious time on the radio with you. And we've got a great special guest with us today on the radio. And I get the privilege of working with Jay on a daily basis. And just excited about what God's doing, man. We're, we're headed in a brand new direction this year with um, our wholesale side of things if you would on and uh, just really excited about what we got going on really excited about uh looking forward to just educating the the public like we're doing every single day of the week and um you're you make that possible brother and i want you to know i really do appreciate you for doing that and i appreciate all the listeners that are listening to us today and um you know we're just honored that that you're a part of it and that they are a part of it and it's all about educating the, the public. It's about edu- educating people of faith what's happening out there and what's going on in the real world with their money. And then not only are we able to educate, but then we're able to do something about it by turning this ship around and go a different direction. And that's exciting. Well, a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but a sinner's wealth is stored up for the righteous, according to Proverbs 13. And we certainly want to be on the right side of that equation. Why don't you introduce your special guest? Yeah, Jay has been a good, dear friend of mine now for for quite some time, and he and I work together on a daily basis, and Jay and I have joined together this year. That's one of the new things that we're doing this year, and um, Jay is now a senior investment manager for me, and he is the guy that puts these things together and puts these algorithms together and and goes out there and finds these uh, faith-based opportunities and makes it happen. I mean, he's the one that puts the wheels on the car, so to speak, and gets it running down the road. So very honored to have Jay with us today and very honored to to have him on the air with us. He's also uh, an author as well. I think uh, I think it's called Faith-Based Millionaire, that he's also an author of that book. And uh, But just really honored to not only have him as a as a teammate with me and a partner with me, but I'm also honored to have him as a as a friend, and he's a he's a dear brother in the Lord, and I love him to death and his precious family, and and um, but this is the guy here when you're when you hear me, you might talk to me and see me, but Jay and I are the two that work together and strategize, and Jay is the one that puts it all together and makes it all happen. So Jay Peroni, welcome to the show, buddy. Yeah, thanks for having me. What a great intro, Anthony. I'm always excited to be here and just share what the Lord's put on my heart. I know we get uh, a lot of investment and financial-related questions on a daily basis, so I want to be here to uh, you know just answer some questions and then be able to educate people on what's going on in the world of finances and the economy and with the investment arena. Yeah, and you know, just so folks know, Jay's got a little better than 25 years of money management experience and he he one thing that I love about him is he's not he's not only about his passion he he's got just an extreme passion for for God but he also has an extreme passion for helping people and helping incorporate that moral value and 
you know, Jay is our chief investment officer, and he just does an outstanding job. So, Tom, I think whatever you've got to ask us and throw at us today, brother, I believe between Jay and myself, we can handle it. Well, yes. really good. Really good. <laughs> My understanding is that you guys are getting some questions on the phone from listeners and uh, new people that you're working with about inflation and inflation in the news headlines and what its potential effect might be on the stock market. Can you talk about that? Yeah, I'll go first, and then, Jay, you can chime in. But yeah, sure. where, where I always start with inflation is sometimes when people hear the word inflation, I don't think it really sets in. I think they hear the term inflation, but I don't think they really understand what inflation is, how inflation works, and what it does. And therefore, they get themselves in problem and into a problem, and they get themselves backed into a corner. So to just break down the word inflation and put it in a real terms and put it into real life situation you guys that are listening today i mean it's public if all you have to do is turn a news station on the biden administration is pushing for a 15 dollar minimum wage and they're they're pushing that pretty hard and heavy and they think it's going to pass congress they think it's going to pass the senate so does the retail sector just go to your local grocery store you know wherever be it Publix, be it be it uh, whatever your grocery store chain is, Kroger, wherever you go. But you can already see, and I've noticed in just the past two weeks, I've seen prices go up uh, drastically. I was meeting with a with a potential mm-hmm. client earlier today. I was sharing that story with him, and he said, Anthony, he said, I'll tell you what happened. He said, this happened to me last week. He said, I went into Walmart. He said, I've been buying this beef jerky. And he worked out into the field, and he he said, I carried in my service truck, I carried in my work truck, and that's just kind of what I snack on. And he said, I always thought it was really, really high at $9 a pack. And he said, but earlier this week, I stopped into Walmart. The exact same brand, the exact same beef jerky that I've been buying for years has now hit over $14 a pack. That. Those that, cows are getting greedy. Yes, that is inflation. And to just break that down and bring it home with you, sometimes, I, like I told you, when people hear that word, it don't really set in that if, if the Biden administration forces $15 an hour, you're now going to force Walmart that, that, that has to pay these, these employees not minimum wage of 750 but now 15 an hour you've got kroger you've got publix you've got albertson's you've got all these grocery stores you've got all these retail stores well now all of a sudden see there's a misconception out there and the misconception is is by the left is well if we can just force this stuff then these large corporations and these small business owners are just going to take it. It don't work that way, folks. Small business owners are smart people. They're very intelligent people. And what happens is, is they're going to obey the law because they're Jesus-loving, Bible-thumping. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they're good people. They're going to obey the law. They love God with all that's in them, and they're going to, they're going to obey the law. But what they're going to do is they're going to turn around and pass that along to us. Now, we had a senator here in the state of Tennessee about, oh, I'm going to say it's been about four years ago. He was going to push through this gas tax, which did happen, by the way. And the gas tax was like um, 15 cents a gallon on big trucks and 8 cents a gallon on the end user. Well, I I was kind of creating a – I actually know the guy. I went to school with him. I know him well. He's a great guy, and I called him, and hmm. I voiced my opinion to him, and – 
And but he had this tagline, and I absolutely hated it because he had the microphone and he had the platform as the senator. And here's what he would say: He would say, "Folks, I own a trucking company, which he does. I own a trucking company. If it's okay with me to pay fifteen cents more per gallon." It should be okay with you to pay eight cents more per gallon. And I got so mad at him, I called him on his cell phone, and I said, if you don't quit telling people that, because, of course, you don't mind paying 15 cents a gallon, you knucklehead, because you're just going <laughs> to pass it through to the people that's paying you to do the shipping. You're going to pay, you know, you're going to pay 15 cents a gallon, and the person that calls you up to ship their stuff across the country, you're going to charge them a fuel charge, or you're going to go up on your shipping price. But the but the person on Social Security that's going to pull up to the pump and pay eight more cents a gallon, they don't have that privilege. That is inflation, and I got to leave room for Jay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've hit some really good points there, Anthony. I mean, you're you're seeing it when you go grocery shopping. Either the price of what you're buying is going up, and the other thing they're doing is they're shrinking the packages. So you may only pay yes. $4 for that uh, box of cereal, but you used to get 24 ounces. Now you only get 16 or 18 for the there same you price. Go. So there you go. Yep. They're doing all kinds of things with uh, packaging, and uh, we're, we're seeing the inputs of agriculture going up. We're looking at... Uh, raw materials like steel and copper and lumber and you can look at home prices and see how far they're going that is inflation it's not anywhere near what we saw back in the 1970s we're not there yet but definitely we're seeing some of the worst inflation uh since the 08 uh, crisis where things are starting to uh creep up in price and the market initially the stock market initially likes inflation it uh spurs growth and activity but eventually what happens is inflation takes takes off is the federal reserve bank our u.s fed is forced to raise rates and if you guys remember back in the fourth quarter of 2018 when the fed started raising rates what happened to the stock market it crashed it dropped nearly 20 percent so that's where we've got to be a little bit concerned that if, you know, in the future here, if inflation continues to tick upward, eventually the Fed will be forced to taper uh, and stop uh, printing money, which is a good thing long term. But in the short run, there's going to be some pain as the uh, markets react to uh, the Fed uh, printing less money. And I would also agree with that, Jay. And I, I would also say that be careful that you don't get... Uh, kind of like the baby laying in the swing, you know. Don't get don't mm. get lullabied to sleep here, because you know I I think that they're going to try to pump some stimulus money in there, and they're going to try to get the Fed to call off the you know the Feds are trying to pump the brakes and and slow it down. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. kind of like what kind of like what Jay is saying here, you know, be careful you don't get lullabied to sleep over here, and then all of a sudden next thing you know you find yourself where you're making the same amount of money but yet you're 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 costing you more to buy the goods that you're going to buy and then you find yourself in a bad problem you find yourself in a really tough situation so guard against that know that Jay and I guard against that when we in, when we make investments right now we'll talk about it a little bit more in the next segment cuz I I see the producers already kind of giving me the the 1 minute signal here but um, I know we're down to one minute. Maybe we can talk a little bit more about it in the second segment. But uh, Jay and I are now beginning to move people into something, what we call a defensive 
uh, strategy, and that defensive strategy is not like defense, like U.S. military, but uh, it's a defensive strategy. So uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more in the in the second segment because I, I know we got to go to a break here. But listen, go to BibleSafeInvesting.com and let us screen your investments. Let us see what you're invested in. That way, we can. Uh, no, and and have a real take a real hard look at what you're invested in. Does it line up with the belief system that you have? Does it line up with your faith, or are you funding things like abortions, like sex trafficking, you know, child sex trafficking? I mean, there's all kinds of LGBT community. There's all kinds of things that's against our Judeo Christian. Uh, belief. There's a lot of things that's against uh, people of faith and it's against their beliefs. So at least let us check it out and tell you what's there. And then you can make an educated decision. So that's BibleSafeInvesting.com. Click on that screen it and clean it button. And when you do, my staff will reach out to you uh, sometime Monday and they'll get back in touch with you. And you're also going to get an automated email. And that email is going to have a link and that link will open up my my book called Faith-Based Investing. Going to give that to you for free, and you can read that while we're screening your stocks. But go to BibleSafeInvesting.com. Faith-Based Investing is designed for one purpose, to help Christian families bring their investments in line with biblical principles. And that's why we are here, slaving behind a hot microphone every week. So good to have you with us. I'm Tom Levine. And uh, Jay Peroni is with us as well, our secret special guest, although he's not secret because I just told you who he is. <laughs> so, Jay, um, talk a little bit about <laughs> this whole thing of inflation, uh, its effect on the stock market, and how our listeners can take wise heed beforehand. How can you help our listeners in this environment? Yeah, we've been uh, being a little more defensive in this environment. and. Uh, it's a very picky market where you know we're looking for companies that have strong robust sales you know companies that were able to survive through covid and come out on the other side uh, even stronger with good sales we also want to make sure that they're earning money you know after they pay all their bills and expenses they're profitable and those profits continue to rise so we are looking very carefully under a microscope not only at the moral implications of the companies are they Uh, passing our moral screens? Are they companies that we can be proud to own that are lining up with biblical values and most certainly not violating biblical values? We don't want to invest in things like abortion and pornography and embryonic stem cell research and then some of the vices like tobacco and alcohol and gambling. We stay away from those types of companies, but we look for positive companies that are making a difference in our world. They're creating cures for life-threatening diseases. They're coming up with uh, products and services that are improving and enhancing our lives and really making a difference in the world. And then additionally, we're looking for companies that can survive a downturn in the economy. We call them kind of recession-proof companies. Think of companies and products that you're going to buy no matter what the economy is doing. Think of utility companies. Think of uh, food you're going to buy food you know even even if we have hard times uh you're also going to need medicine and uh access to health care so hmm. we're trying to be a lot more defensive just realizing we're at the top of the market right now we've seen the market really strong uh this year and uh at some point we're going to have a correction and we're just trying to get a little bit ahead of that we're not being too too conservative but we're being a little more defensive and uh 
in lieu of what's going on with inflation and, you know, interest rates and everything else that we see kind of coming down the road here. Yes. And Anthony, uh, are you on that same page as far as a defensive posture? What have our listeners been saying to you about this? Oh, 100 percent. I'm asked that on a daily basis. You know, what what are you guys going to do? What is your strategy? And I explain first and foremost that our strategy is going to be faith based. We have to screen these stocks right up front to make sure they don't go against our, you know, go against our faith, go against what we believe, go against our moral compass. If that passes, then like Jay said, second place we're going to go is we're going to go to the defensive position where there's just certain things and there's just certain companies. You know, no matter how bad the economy gets, we could go back to a Great Depression. But guess what people did in the Great Depression? They still went and bought bologna and crackers. They still bought bologna and cheese. They, they still bought a, and made a pot of beans with cornbread. Now, that's Southern for all of you Northerners. I apologize there. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but I'm just a good old Southern boy here. I like my beans and cornbread. <laughs> but anyway, people still go eat. It's like what Jay said. They don't, they don't do without. There's, there's still certain things that they're going to go buy. People are still going to go get their hair cut. You know, they're still going to they're still going to buy toothpaste and brush their teeth. I mean, you get what I'm saying here. There's just some things that no matter how bad the economy gets that you you just can't do without it. You have to have it. They're still going to go buy their Folgers coffee or their Maxwell House coffee at the grocery store, you know, the can that they that grinds it in. And that's just that's just because people have to live. So no matter how bad things get, uh, we're always going to do that. So that's what we're looking for, and that's what we're trying to do, and that's what we're trying to take, folks. So, uh, again, you may be asking me, where do we start? You know, always start by going to uh, Bible Safe Investing. That's the first place you want to go. And as soon as you get there, you're going to see exactly what I'm telling you. You can click the Get Started button. If you want to scroll down the page just a, just a little bit there, you're going to see about an eight-minute video that I've created on Faith-Based Investing Explained. And it tells you what Faith-Based Investing is all about. It tells you how it works on the inside and outs. So if you want to do that, you know, scroll down a little bit and watch it. And then right under it, it'll say, yes, give me my free screening. So at the end of the day, what we want to do is we want to impact the kingdom of God. We want to impact this world for God. So we want to know, is your money going into these bad companies? Is your money funding bad things like the LGBT movement, like abortion, like alternative lifestyle, like you know the filming of pornography? If your money is funding that stuff then uh, we, we want you to join with us and stop that. And let's take that money away from them and let's put it into the hands of the good companies. Jay, I had a question for you. Uh, first of all, time is flying by here. And I want to be sure, because Anthony had mentioned that you had written a book. Can you just tell the listeners about that? And then I have a follow-up question for you. Yeah, sure. I wrote a book called The Faith-Based Millionaire, and what it really did is set me on my journey because a client asked me a question I couldn't answer, and it was, Jay, can I expect God to bless what I'm doing if I'm investing in things that oppose his word? And she was talking about things like abortion and pornography, and she was thinking about her 401k and, you know, did it have exposure to these types of companies? And I had uh, spent uh, nearly a decade in the financial services industry at the time and had gone through eight years of schooling, getting my master's degree and extensive coursework and they never prepare you for that type of question you know the moral implications of investing so i kind of was like a deer in headlights i just said i'll get back to you on that and 
I, I really spent a lot of nights just tossing and turning because it really convicted me. I hadn't been thinking about where I was personally investing, never mind my clients. And that's why I wrote The Faith-Based Millionaire. I spoke to people that both had faith and money, people that had accumulated at least a million dollars of net worth. And I started asking them, you know, what made you successful as a Christian, that you didn't fall in love with money? Because they say the love of money is the root of all evil, not the money itself. So I wanted to find 12 essential habits that create wealth and help you to center your wealth on God. And that's really what the book is about is, can you have faith in money? You certainly can if you have the right attitude. I love that. And uh, if you just tuned in, this is Faith-Based Investing. You can learn more about us at BibleSafeInvesting.com. We're talking to Jay Peroni and, of course, our, our weekly special guest host, and that is Anthony Wright. And, guys, uh, this is to both of you. Are investors likely right now to take on too much risk, or are they losing out by just being too conservative? I think they're. I think you miss out sometimes just being too conservative because uh, Jay and I have this discussion a lot. You know, when the market goes down, yes, it's good to have algorithms. Yes, we are active traders. We're not buy and hold. We are active traders. But at the same time, you don't really want to stop out with such a loss because if you do that, being conservative, then there's no way to gain back to the upside to get your money back and jay and i earlier this week we had that with a situation where this lady wanted us to help her and she was she was behind in her portfolio mm-hmm. i think at the best i remember is around you know seven or eight thousand dollars and she was asking jay and i if we could bring her back up but she just wanted to be safe at no risk and i said well you know that's kind of an oxymoron i mean yes we can go safe with no risk yes we can but if we do that it's going to be hard to make back the eight thousand dollars that you've lost so sometimes you can be just a little too conservative and you want to flee to safety nothing wrong with that nothing fleeing to safety but just be careful that we do it and we do it smart we use wisdom we use algorithms and if it goes against us then we get stopped out but as long as that market is continuing to head up and as long as it's continuing to gain back what we've lost we want to ride that wave and and be good surfers so to speak we want to surf and ride that wave we don't want to drop you off over here and then not get you back into the market just because you're fearful so don't operate out of fear as the bible says god don't give us a spirit of fear but of power love and a sound mind now jay and i are active traders we're not going to let anybody take a real bloodbath here i mean we're going to put some you know tight algorithms around it and we're going to actively trade it and and you're going to get through it and i you know i i was talking to jay one time and he told me he said you know anthony you realize i've managed money through three different i think it was like the 2008 <laughs> crash and then it was like the you know there Don't was like two or three different crash crashes. In yeah, the, yeah yeah that was it <laughs> that was it yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah i mean i think sometimes you can i think sometimes you can mm-hmm. get you can get a little too conservative don't you jay yeah, I think it, it goes both sides of the spectrum. You've got the meme stocks right now where uh, if you're not familiar with the meme stocks, these are uh, stocks that people are trying to uh, collectively as a group uh, bring out of the dead. You know, uh, companies like uh, GameStop, which does video oh, yeah. games. Uh, you know, the, the store had been in, in a lot of financial trouble. Uh, AMC Movie Theater. So 
these group of investors get together and they're all like trying to get the stock to go up and some of these stocks are up well over a thousand percent this year and that's just uh the wild wild west speculating so you get one right. side of the coin where people are taking excessive risk way too much risk and then you've got people that like anthony said they're they're very cautious and scared to even tip their toe back into the water they've been burned through these mm -hmm. major crashes the tech crash back in 2000 uh, then you had the 2007 and 8 financial crisis with the real estate market and then we had a crash in 2018 with interest rates and the emerging markets kind of imploding when rates were rising and then uh, obviously last year we had COVID. so there you go uh, it has been a very bumpy uh, couple of decades here so a lot of older investors have seen that and saying I just want to stick my money in something safe but that's actually dangerous because if you think about what interest rates are paying on money markets and CDs and savings accounts it's next to nothing you're not even keeping up with inflation that's so that's right Hey, you have I'm gonna to have, have to, a solid plan. I'm going to have to step in here. I'm so sorry, but we just got on a roll, but our time is is up, and I'm going to have to uh, cut this short for today's edition. But I want to thank you both for being part of the show today and just uh, doing everything you've done for our family investments. We are talking to Jay Peroni and Anthony Wright. This is Faith-Based Investing, and you can learn more about us at BibleSafeInvesting.com or call 931-RETIRED. That's the website, BibleSafeInvesting.com. And we will see you next time. Do you know where your investment dollars are going? Anthony's team will screen and clean your current investment portfolio. You can always count on receiving the three C's. Anthony's plan for you is customized, comprehensive, and complimentary. Tell a friend and listen next week for Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. Anthony Wright.